your runnery. It's been like three months. And it's good to be back. I'm just kind of feeling tired today, kind of frustrated because, um, you know, when there's like a few things that happen and all of a sudden, like, you're like, I'm in a good mood, but man, and then something else happens. You're like, <sighs> and then finally a third thing happens. And you're just like, I don't want to do anything. That's where I'm at right now. But nope, I'm going to do this episode every week for at least five weeks. I've been saying, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. Nope. Hasn't happened until today. I am a stand for being able to actually express what I've been up to in my running career. So I think there's going to be two parts tonight. The first part, actually, let me tell you my whole idea for what the episode is about, because I'm thinking that you're going to see a title that says, why am I even doing this anymore? So I'm going to talk about that first, and then I'll talk about the progress that I'm making towards the big goal of running 100 miles, which ties back into the first part. So I should say that right now. Right now, after having the last podcast be about the 50 miles, I started training for 100 miles. And it's been an interesting time since that time because I have started up a few things such as sandal running and actually having a coach and doing a training program. But at this point, I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I'm running, I'm doing all these things. I actually got a good amount of gear, so there's not really much I can tell you other than just go by the stuff I already told you because it's all good. The only thing I can think of is I'm trying out the Pyrenees um, mid-weight hoodie soon. That might be a game changer because it might be the one layer that I need as opposed to having multiple layers. Um, Satisfy has gotten prohibitively expensive and it's still worth it. Like I'm thinking about, I have one long sleeve shirt and if it makes sense, I should just go like for the big run for like a hundred mile, $300 for a shirt that's going to make me feel good. Doesn't seem like a bad investment, but then I'm like, I just said $300 for a t-shirt for a shirt. Jesus. Um, the shoes have been the biggest thing. <clears throat> no longer am I like, what's the perfect shoe? What's the perfect shoe? It's more like, is my foot strong enough? Because running in sandals has been different. So that's led me to this point where um, I started off running and working towards a marathon for a very simple, vain reason. So that way I could run with my shirt off and not feel embarrassed that I could have a body that I was not self-conscious about, which I think after what, since kindergarten, I've been self-conscious of my body. So that would be a victory in itself, but being able to run with my shirt off in the middle of the summer, because it's incredibly hot, still sounds like a great goal. The problem with goals is you start off going towards them. And then if time passes long enough before accomplishing it, things shift. The 50 miler was the goal after the marathon. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. So I did the marathon and I didn't have 
the body that made me go wolf. The Chronicles of Wolf were continuing. So then I aimed for um, just doing a ultra marathon, but like to my own 29 miles in my hometown. It's such a cool thing doing that. And then I was like, well, I might as well just actually do an official race. So I did a 50K. That'd be last December. And then after the 50K, I was like, I guess the next big thing, like 50 miles. I think I could do that. So I did. Kick my butt. 18 hours, 9 minutes. Thanks. So did that and thought, what's the next goal? That's the interesting thing. Right there, the golden no longer became about what I wanted to look like. And the tool was the running. It was, I wanted to run a hundred miles, not to look good, but just to run a hundred miles. And I think in some ways that's actually been beneficial and not so beneficial. Beneficial part is no longer am I focused on my body. I'm focused on my ability, my capacity, you know, like I didn't get into running to lose weight. I got into running um, to manage my stress, just trying to manage my uh, at then present depression. It wasn't, it was to feel healthy. So I'm kind of back in that realm of like, do I feel healthy enough to keep running? And yet what I realized is because I'm not focusing on health and I'm not focusing on looks, I'm focusing on an arbitrary distance. I don't have as much discipline. So since the 50 miles, I've gained like maybe 10, yeah, 10 pounds. Like I was at a solid 170. Now I'm at a solid 180. It's not a bad thing, but you know, like the idea of I was at 170 and I could see myself at 165. The lowest I ever got was 168. That was a, unique place to be and so i got there was nothing that got in the way of my goal to be able to run with my shirt off to have people look at me and go wolf but the chronicles of wolf became the chronicles of the long haul and you know this is a running podcast so should it be about me trying to like get to a certain look no, but what I realized is the vanity is what drove me, what had me keep going, but be smart and not push myself. So I think I'm going to recommit to that. And usually that might mean, oh, I got to work harder, but that's going to come. The slow and steady to the 100 is going to come. The having the discipline around my food. I got really present to that because I went and did a half marathon this last weekend, the Joshua Tree half marathon, and I kicked its ass, but it kicked my ass. Like miles one through nine were fun. Nine through 12 had me feeling like, oh, my hamstring on my right leg is just not peachy keen right now. And that affected my gait which affected my pace, which affected my foot and all that. And so what I'm getting is I'm pushing myself 
not for good health, but to accomplish something. So like something that's amazing to say I was able to do, not to actually have what I really wanted, which was some sense of like discipline that I'd never had before to get to some place that I'd never thought possible. Because here's the interesting thing. Having a dad bod is easy. Having a body that I can run with my shirt off, that is a dream almost. Because 100 miles seems more possible than that. That's the, that's the crazy thing, right? To say I could run 100 miles is easier to think of and to do than to actually slim down to a point where I feel comfortable in my own body. Which is crazy because you would think one's is like it'd be switched, but it's not. So I think I'm going to recommit to that. I mean, I already recommitted to it. I just kind of verbalized it to my lady wife and myself. And then this conversation right now, that that's definitely where I'm going to like recommit. Like, so I'm going to. By the time I get to the 100, it is going to be wolf, baby, wolf. Just people are going to look at me like, who is that young stud? I'm like, I'm in my 40s. Thank you very much, wolf. And they're going to be like, you know, he did a good progression. He did a good transformation. And it might be vain, but, you know, whatever reason works. And that's what I like. The reason that will work for me to feel good about myself might be vanity but it's still a good reason so okay with that being said why am i still doing this it's for that accomplishment and it's to have something i've never had before through the discipline i've never actually really been consistent enough to keep so there you go that's why i'm doing what i'm doing I'm going to keep my word to myself. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Might not be easy and sure as all hell, I'm not going to disempower myself around it. So where am I at right now on that progress? Well, I already told you the weight, but one thing that I see is my nutrition is going to shift a little bit, a lot less pastries and bread. God, do I love pastries and bread, but that's been good. Like last night had steak and arugula and that was good. And tonight I'm going to have some chicken, maybe some potatoes and that's it. So it's the nutrition that's the key to unlocking the body, my final form, if you will. But the running will be the training, the tool that by the time I get to 100, there won't be anything left than what I actually said I would be. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to give myself until April. Let's see. That's November, December, March, March, January, March, January, February, March, April. So six months. So six months from now, I'm going to do 100 miles in Zion in a body I never would have thought I had. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be strong. What am I contending with? Well, the 50 miles messed up my knee, so I switched into running into sandals to course correct and to heal. And it's actually been doing an awesome job. There's only been one time where I tweaked my knee 
That tweet is, it's inflamed. Tendonitis, IT band, just the worst, most common injury. You know, it's like, I never, I never don't get an injury that isn't like, oh yeah, that's, that's an obvious, like, damn it. Okay. So those sandals helped me balance out that. The sandals were a good reset. And for some strange reason, they have the same effect of what I want when people see me without my shirt, which is they attract attention and curiosity. Like, oh, wow, you're running in sandals? I didn't do that. And it's like, and my reply always is this, like, well, how do you think we ran before we had Nikes? Or like full boots or anything like that. Like, what do you think we ran in? We ran barefoot. We ran sandals. And then we ran in like oraches and all that. So sandals have been a good transition. I went through one, zeros, uh, I can't even remember what they are, Evo band or something like that. And then I got into the Luna sandals. I got the the Gordos or, yeah, the Gordos, like the biggest ones, The so that way the impact isn't too terrible because the zeros were only 10 millimeter and, oh, my Lord, I could not handle it. It hurt too much. So switching into the uh, Lunas has been good because there's enough difference between the two or between the, what you call it. So adapting to those has made me change my gait. I'm no longer overstriding. When I do overstride, that's when my knee acts up. But the thing that's caused me pain in the last Let's see, I think this is the third week going into the third week is my same, same leg, my foot, my left foot feels like it's been bruised. At first I thought, okay, it's just, I stepped wrong. And then I thought maybe it's a contusion. Maybe it's a fracture. But what I really get is it's, I had the, one thing I learned about having sandals is the sandals are going to fit differently on the foot. One way is not going to work. It shouldn't be symmetrical, which is weird, right? You would think. But then maybe that's the issue. Since it wasn't symmetrical, my body has a different gait, and that's causing the pain on my left foot. Cool. In the sandals, I've run 25K, and I just ran a half marathon. And the half marathon was harder than the 25K, but I did run the marathon half marathon faster both were in dirt but i feel like the joshua tree half marathon was a little bit more rugged on the dirt roads than the trail at mcdowell state park mcdowell mountain in arizona the drive was better but the but the trail was so much richer in arizona so yeah i'm having to figure out how to heal one thing I'm learning is how to dial back because there's something lately I've been running faster because it's fun. Like I've been getting a good pace. My training has had me focused on my heart rate more than my pace. So if my heart rate is hitting at a certain level, I'm getting a really solid workout. The problem is, is my heart rate it, to get it up. It's already adapted to be at a higher level or like, I don't I have to push myself more faster to get my heart rate up, which means my heart rate's actually doing pretty good. Problem is, is my legs 
are not following the same feet. It's interesting. The more you work, the better your heart is, but the more tired your body is. Or the more sore your body is, the more worn out it is, the more likely it's going to get hurt. But your heart rate's fantastic. At least that's what I've experienced. So <clears throat> I'm training for the 100. It's going to be in April at Zion. I don't know what else there is to really talk about because I know what I'm doing this. I'm going to have the body that I want. I know why I'm running 100 miles. I know the way that I'm going to run the 100 miles is to see as much of the land as I possibly can because seeing that is what makes it beautiful. It's not like I know a lot of people are okay with loops. I hate loops. I hate going around in the dark in loops. I like just let me see something new. Let me be in some, some other place. And that'll help me keep going. Mind you, it might be like, when is this going to end? But that's not a bad thing. So all the training I've done, all the gear that I have is going to culminate in 100 miles. And I'm looking forward to that. Um, the biggest change, I guess you could say, in everything is I don't listen to music anymore. I wasn't listening to music for a while. But there's no songs lately that I start off with. It's I listen to my feet more than anything else. Because in listening to my feet, I find the rhythm. I find where I lost the rhythm. I find where I'm not stepping the way I need to. So that way my body can last. So it's, it's a world of exploration and restoration. It sounds fancy, but it's like I'm just getting healthier. I'm learning how to stay healthy. I'm learning what not to do to be healthy. And, you know, as I said to my coach, my father had 13 hernia operations because he wouldn't stop because he loved weightlifting. But he loved weightlifting so much that he did it until his body would fall apart. I'm not looking to do that. So I'm not looking to test my limits. I'm looking to use 100 miles to have the body that I've never had. That's pretty cool because that gives me hope. Because it's, it's not about the distance. It's about the effects that distance will have on the body that I am trying to just see for the first time. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Where are we at? I want to do this next month. Maybe I'll do it in January. Like, I don't have a race, but I think races are good. I'm starting to discover why people do races all the time. There's just something fun about them. Maybe I'll do the the 50K up in Ridgecrest again, but that's a maybe. I know I'm going to be in New York for Christmas, so I maybe might make it out to the New Jersey Highlands again. That would be fun. But overall, yeah. Um, I am not really exploring any gear except for sunglasses doing the ombras and that's what has me down i lost my pair this weekend i think they either fell out or i misplaced them somewhere in the desert somewhere in joshua tree and i'm sad because ombras are not cheap they're not you know i don't want to lose them so there you go i'm gonna figure that out um if i was to say to listen to any song my Chemical Romance, any other songs. But a good one for running is um, 
I mean, obviously, welcome to the Black Parade. That's the easy one. But um, last word, last word is good. I want to say that's it. I can't remember anymore. I just know I listened to it, and I'm like, I love this music. I just want to run. So on that note, I'm going to not go run, but I am going to go listen to some stuff while I cook some chicken that's going to be super healthy and tasty with some sweet potato because it's all about living well. It's what am I eating to run? What am I running to eat? And vice versa. Like, I like that. What I'm doing now is I am working to eat to run so that way I can have the body that I crave. Ooh, that's fancy. I like that. All right. What would be a good term for run fanatics like Henry Rollins? would say in some weird creepy way but my folks out there hope you enjoyed this new episode um here's to here's to the trail here's to having the adventures on the dirt roads and here's to seeing things that you've never seen before <laughs>